Welcome to the Voyage ATL podcast, where we interview and feature the brightest and most inspiring entrepreneurs from in and around the Atlanta area. Our host, Madison, is hosting a panel with a few of our content partners, and content partners help Voyage in so many ways, from sponsoring our mission to spreading the word about the work that we do and collaborating with us on content like this. And so with no further ado, here's Madison. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Madison. I am with Voyage Magazine, and I am so excited to be meeting with these three beautifully talented ladies, talking a little bit more about health and wellness, uh, lifestyle improvements, and overall just entrepreneurship. I'm so excited to hear what each of you have to say, and I'd love to learn more about this industry and kind of breaking into the health and wellness space. So let's get started. Let's kick it off with some introductions. Who wants to go first? Hello everyone, um, my name is Vita Dinkins and my husband and I retired out of the United States Army. Um, my last duty station is currently in Augusta, Georgia, which is at um, Fort Gordon and we will be relocating soon. Um, I started off in the military as a dietitian and then at my 10 year mark, I did switch to um, cybersecurity. My goal was to finish my degree in dietitian um, by active duty, but deployments and going overseas prohibited that. So I switched to cybersecurity and I was still maintaining some level of um, pretty much touch and go services with my nutrition um, background. So upon retirement, I did take a job in cybersecurity, but ultimately my heart and my passion led me back to um, fitness and wellness. So currently I am a full-time nutritionist in person and um, mostly um, online. That way I can reach a lot more people. Of course, technology is wild these days. So currently I'm a full-time nutritionist and I absolutely love what I do, helping everyone across the world with their health and wellness goals. Beautiful. I guess I'll go too. Um, so my name is Elisa Walton. I am the owner and founder of Moon Herbals. So a little bit about myself. I did recently just graduate with my master's in public health. Um, I also have some experience with working in the emergency room, primary care, and in other aspects of healthcare and medical field. Um, so working in the medical field actually sparked my passion for other types of medication besides conventional medicine, more so natural medicine that comes from the earth, which sparked my interest in herbal medication and thus Moon Herbals was founded and created. So Moon Herbals does offer different types of herbal supplements to help with different health ailments that you may have from diabetes, high blood pressure, chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and the works. Amazing. And I am Candy McBride, the owner and executive director of Hashtag Gym Kitty. I own a vitamin and supplements company, which I started back in 2018 after I had my second child when I was looking for some support in my weight loss journey. And what I noticed was that a lot of those products had a lot of artificial flavors and sweeteners that weren't healthy, that weren't the best thing to be taken during that time. So I started to research ingredients and I found a company here in Alpharetta, Georgia, that was in alignment with my vision and goals. And we produced a line of gummies. Uh, vitamins, we have protein shakes, we have pre-workout, we have all those things that 
you some people need and some people would like to use during their health and wellness journey just to help maintain weight and lose weight. That's wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for sharing. I'd love to move right into my first question. Uh, and this is something that I'm kind of struggling with personally. How do you stay motivated to pursue a healthy lifestyle? Well, you know, motivation is that thing that comes and goes, you know, motivation does not last. So, uh, I mean, I, I actually preach that a lot. You know, people look for gym partners or buy new headphones or buy new outfits for motivation, but motivation does not last. Um, you have to find, first of all, your why as to why you want to stay on your health and wellness path. And mm-hmm. then secondly, you have to start working on your discipline. Um, discipline has to take over on those days to where it's yeah. cold outside like it is now. It has to take over on those days when if you are a woman going through that time of the month, you know, if you can mm-hmm. go. I know we feel sluggish, but you have to have that discipline to get up and go. Um, so motivation for me is just um, even if I'm just feeling sluggish and I'd be like, girl, put them leggings on that you like, you know, <laughs> you know what the leggings do, you know. So I put those leggings on and then that may motivate me. But ultimately, discipline always um, prevails. So that's my little tidbit that I use for just getting up and, and getting it in without thinking sometimes. Yeah. And I'd have to agree with her 100 percent. That's exactly what I was going to say is that you have to remember your why. And then just a sprinkle a little bit of it's a it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So don't compare yourself to other people's results. You have to move at your own pace and in your own way. Once you find what works and something that you can do consistently and not unrealistically. So I think, like she said, your why It's a journey and knowing what works for you and setting up your style of eating and exercise and schedule. That's how you're going to have that motivation and push in that discipline when needed to reach your goals and maintain them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with both ladies. Um, Definitely with the why, uh, just because you have to have that in your head when wanting to achieve your goals. Why am I doing this? Why do I want to keep doing this? Yeah, specifically, Um, because once you lose that, why you lose that motivation. Mm. So that's that's very important to have that and keep that in your head, even on days when, you know, you're not feeling the best mentally or you're just like, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. I don't want to make a healthy meal. I'm just going to get fast food or I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm tired. You just have to keep that in your head. Well, why did I start this journey in the first place? Yep. You're absolutely right. So I know you all work in the health and wellness space and a little bit of different industries within that, whether that's nutrition or supplements, um, things like that. What does wellness mean to you? Wellness to me means finding an overall space where you can be content and happy Mm. because wellness looks different for everyone. And I think sometimes individuals get caught up in what's expected of them instead of just doing what's natural and what makes them happy. Everyone's not 126 pounds. But if your weight is 150 and you like how you look and you're feeling good and that invigorates you with your family, with school, with work, then that's your wellness. That's your barometer. You Mm -hmm. have to trailblaze your own style with health and wellness. There Mm -hmm. is no one 
cut cookie cutter. Everybody has to look and sound and look like that. It's yeah. whatever you design it for. That's why I always say it's your journey. It's your health and wellness. And you have to modify to fit you, your goals and your family and your overall happiness and content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Wellness is definitely what makes you feel good and healthy mentally and physically. Yeah. Wellness is an, an overall aspect of everything, not, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, and even psychologically, uh, which mm. uh, very well go unnoticed, you know, nowadays, yeah. because if your mind is not there or if your mental, your mind is your strongest muscle that you have. So mm-hmm. if your mind wellness is not and where it needs to be, everything else is going to fall apart, so to speak. So wellness is an overall thing of your physical well-being, your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, every mm-hmm. single thing. And just know that nothing is going to be 100% all day, day in, day out. You just have to work on what you can and your aspect of it. But um, my number one thing when it comes to wellness is it, it starts in your head, your mind. And from there, it is literally going to <laughs> make or break you, so to speak. Yeah. And once you get that into um, tune, so to speak, and you can overcome all of your negative self-talk, which is very hard to do nowadays with everyone yeah. last year, social media with all these, um, these uh, I like to call them the tip of the iceberg results that they see, but you right. know, the iceberg, you know, so at the top is the overall end results of your wellness journey, which I don't think it's a never ending journey, but some people have goals that they are just determined to reach and then set more goals. But overall wellness to me is, is started at the head and then work on your emotional and then everything else from there. Yeah. Amazing. So how do you all balance a busy entrepreneurship life while still staying healthy? I know that's a tough question. Schedule. It's <laughs> schedule, timing, and sticking to it. I know you probably can't see it, but to my left, I have three acrylic boards here. And uh, each board is a day-to-day. And the next mm-hmm. one is week-to-week. And then I have a monthly um, that I fill in um, no later than the 15th of every month for the next month. And it's just my husband and I. So it's, um, our daughter is 20. So she's um, in the Air Force. So it's it's like... It's not, I don't have, I, we have balanced that life, of course, active duty with that, with kids. So we understand how to make it work. And Mm -hmm. the same thing that worked for us in the military and overseas is making a schedule and then sticking to it. And now that it's kind of embedded in me, so to speak, Mm -hmm. I do not um, let no clients come before my workout time. I do not talk to any clients before noon, unless it's a dire emergency. And they all know that. And they all respect that before I accept them as a client, like personal space. Oh, definitely. And um, after on the weekends, I do not deal with any clients because I still am human and I have to take care of myself because if I'm not taking care of myself, I can't take care of my clients. So I'm very upfront about that. And they understand that. And they respect that. And it also teaches them set boundaries, take care of yourself, schedule out your time for yourself. And then you can take care of yourself, your family and your other people. So I have a a schedule that I stick by and it's not always on point, but I do have it. And um, like I don't have a certain time that I have to be in the gym, but I like to be out the gym by 730 a.m. 
So I have my workout plan and I know what I'm going to do. So I know what I need to do, what time I need to get in and get out. But I have to have that schedule together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Um, I like to stick with a very, very strict schedule workout wise um, regarding like which days of the week I'm going to work out. But as far as like me, my food, um, it's kind of up in the air for me. <laughs> I know that's bad to say, but um, mm-hmm. I like to plan my food at the beginning of the week. Sometimes it doesn't really go how I plan it and I end up making something else, which ends up being healthy in the end. But um, my diet does really help with me staying healthy. I am plant-based. So um, that does help play a huge part in me making healthier foods and choosing healthier options. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a lot for me to follow up, ladies. Y'all just got it together over here. I have two small children. So I do have a schedule that I work on as far as what I'm going to do each day, but I do keep my workout days flexible because, you know, things happen with the kids. So I always make sure that I exercise three days a week for 45 minutes minimum. And I can go over if there's a window of time there. So -hmm. that's my workout schedule. I do, um, I do meal plan with my husband. So on Sunday, we're meal planning for the rest of the week, at least get us to Thursday. So that helps us with that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And then we write everything down in the schedule as far as what we're going to do, for the business and then we have a cutoff time that we just stop and like on the weekends it's a no that's family time that's recovery time that's our spiritual time on the weekends and then I have a board that has short-term mid-term and long-term goals and then as we Mm -hmm. accomplish those goals one thing moves from the next column to the next so from what I'm hearing from all the other ladies is it takes a lot of work to be an entrepreneur sounds like it take care of yourself stay in shape. I don't know how we doing it, but we doing it. Mm -hmm. Well, kudos to all of you. That is very impressive. And I think I need to start doing some meal prepping or or something. That's impressive. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Um, My next question is, how would you each encourage someone to stick to their new year's resolutions. That's right around the corner. Um, I have this uh, bad habit of coming up with a great list of new year's resolutions and I stick with it for about a month. By the time February 1st rolls around, I kind of have put everything on the back burner and I'm back to my older habits. How would you encourage someone to stick with that through the rest of the year? I think having an accountability partner Mm. is always helpful. Because they check in on, hey, remember your why. Hey, do you need me to go with you? Do you need Mm -hmm. to talk? Well, what got you off track? Because we can't keep doing the same thing and expect the same, a different result. Yeah. So for me, it's an accountability partner. I have a friend of mine who I'm very close with. And she checks in with me like once. And it's random. Did you did you do this? Well, why didn't you do that? And it's like, okay, well, you know the goals that you have for yourself, your family, yep. and your business. Does this help or does this hurt? Will you look back six months and say, oh, man, I wish I would have just stuck to my running plan because I would have been here instead of there. And then you don't want to miss an opportunity because you're not ready. So when mm. you set that goal and you miss that goal, I always try to keep in mind that there's going to be an opportunity that's going to come along and you're not going to be ready because you weren't disciplined because you didn't stick to it and you're going to mm. regret it because some opportunities, whether it be in health, whether it be in business, they only come once in a lifetime. 
Yeah. So you need to be ready. You need to be ready. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Having an accountability partner is, is really key, especially with like health goals. Um, having that person in your ear, like, did you do it? Why didn't you do it? It kind of makes you feel mm. guilty. Like, dang, like, maybe I should. Yeah. Have goals. Like, why am I not? Like, I have this friend helping me and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. So let me get back to it. Let me continue to work. So, yeah have an accountability partner. And I think um, vision boards, it's kind of, it's kind of biased, but I think vision boards does help a lot to have that space to look at it. Like, especially like at your desk or something in your room, sticky notes on your mirror in your bathroom so that you have something visually that you're looking at to keep you motivated. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, can well, I just I add one more thing you. to that? I'm sorry. Okay. Really yeah. quick. I was just going to say my kids too, because they, they, they are ruthless. You're supposed to be working out. You're supposed to be eating this. So my kids all the time, well, mama, you didn't do that. And I'm like, child, you're right. Let me go on in here. <laughs> um, I personally hate um, resolutions. And I hate that word because mm. most people, um, they wait till that January 1st, but um, I always preach there's nothing special about January 1st than it is no more than December 16th. Like, right. why are you going to waste time? And I'm a realist and I tell them January 1st is not promised. So why are you going to waste that time trying right. to wait for two more weeks and something that you can start today? All it takes is a plan and execution. And yes, you can have an accountability partner, but what if your accountability partner quits or mm-hmm falls off or you're going to quit too that's where that discipline comes in at and and that's why I, on my weekly calls with my clients you know I tell them nobody's going to take care of you like you your partner can text you from their bed and you, they say I'm headed to the gym girl and could not be but you have to have that discipline to know it's all you <laughs> like everything that if you're overweight you're obese and if it didn't come from any, any health issues, it's kind of like it was self-inflicted. So you have to work on you and yourself because in the end of the day, you're going to leave this world by yourself, you know. And once I put them in, into that realistic aspect, it's kind of like, well, damn, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're right. Or I need somebody to work out with. Why? You could be on two different fitness levels. Don't let them hold you back. And it could be vice versa. So yeah. I hate those resolutions. I hate them. I'm going to wait to January 1st. I will call them out on social media. It was like, why you can't start today? Or you can't start tomorrow? Yeah, like, you're right. In particular. And that's why those res- resolutions fail. Because mm-hmm. they think that January 1st is going to spark some motivation or some extra discipline in them that's not already there. And it doesn't work right. Like but if you start now, it takes six weeks to build a habit. So if you start working and building those habits, you can have those <laughs> by February to where you usually quit. So I hate resolutions. Interesting. Yeah. Um, they, I hate it. <laughs> I loathe that word. I hate it. You bring up a, a really, really interesting point. And that, I think that's the first time anybody has ever shared that with me. But I really appreciate that. Yeah, I guess I don't know why I'm waiting. Like, why would I not use these next two weeks? as an opportunity to get a head start. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my last question before we wrap up, I would love to know who or what is inspiring you these days. I actually, this is maybe a little bit out of left field, but I actually have a fear of death, right? 
And so I am trying to live as long as possible, but at a high quality because mm-hmm. I was surrounded by obesity, high blood pressure and diabetes and things like that. And I see their struggle later in life that they're living, but they're not enjoying life. So that put a little bit of fear in me to like, okay, I know when I, as I start to age well, I want to enjoy my life. Mm -hmm. I want to still be able to go places and do things and enjoy my grandkids and not have to take insulin and not have to take all these medications and not run out of breath when I'm going up the stairs. So for me, that kind of pushes me a little bit more and a little bit harder to make sure that I'm taking care of myself because I want to live a long time. I want to live a great life because I know I only have one life. This is it. Yep. Ain't no redo. Ain't no, ooh, let me do that again. This is it. And if yep. this is it, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to live it the best way possible, the healthiest possible, and set that example for my kids so that they follow and take that into the next generation. So yeah. that for me, that that little bit of fear, well, it's not a little bit, that fear is what kind of, hey, you need to do mm. the right, you need to do what you need to do. Yeah. yeah. Fear keeps me going as well. Um, I just don't want to get in my old age and be unhealthy and not able to live life to the fullest in my last days. Mm. Um, I have like a grandparent. He's in his mid to late 80s and he still runs marathons and Um. he's extremely healthy. And I just want to be like that when I'm in my 80s. I want to still live, still travel and go on cruises and all of that. So Having that fear in me kind of keeps me going and like keep mm-hmm. going, keep doing this healthy lifestyle thing that you're doing. And yeah. Well, me personally, it's like I like the I like the way it makes me, you know, feel. Um the military, you you have to stay in, you have to stay in shape or they're gonna kick you out. So after you do something for 20 plus years, you just don't stop. You don't stop. Yeah, you just don't stop it. A lot of people do retire and stop because it's kind of like we were forced to work out. But um, now that on the civilian side, it's kind of like I'm very grateful for that um, discipline and and that molding because I went in the military at 16. So, yeah, that's all that I know. My husband and I also. So that's all that we know is to take care of their body. And also when I was active duty, I seen the side effects of not taking care of yourself, working in different hospitals, um, diabetes, the ones that are not born with it that were brought on by their poor uh, nutritional habits, you know, amputees and it, all that kind of stuff just to, you know, self-neglect and not take care of themselves. So it's inevitable that we will age, but our goal is to age as gracefully as possible and to just, you know, just keep, you know, enjoying life mm-hmm. and just living living life i mean because it's great life is beautiful another day to see this sun is it's great and i definitely don't take it you know for granted so just been and you know when people's like y'all don't look like y'all should be retired and you know i, I tell my husband it's a shame that people i'm 41 um so that people is like you don't look for it i'm like well hell what people in their 40s are looking like nowadays and now I'm starting to really look and I'm like, yeah, y'all need to take care of yourself a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. they just don't believe that. And plus when we go on vacation, like I love wearing my bikinis. I mean, <laughs> every yeah. month we travel somewhere. So that pretty much keep me on my toes 
with that. So just the, besides the feels, the physical, the insides, like I like to wear my bikinis in. Yes. <laughs> you like to look good. You, you ain't got to be ashamed of that. You like to you. look good <laughs> when you not at work. And right. I do too. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's fine. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, well, thank you all so much for meeting with me today. I am feeling really inspired and definitely am not going to wait till January 1st to kick off these New Year's resolutions. That's for sure. And I'm excited to see what 2023 has in store for each of you.